What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. so much to me. I hope that I've been able to bring you all value through these podcasts. And if I have, please be sure to leave a review and send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and your thoughts. As always, I do this for you. And please, please be sure to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, employees. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Thank you. So on this episode, I wanted to change things up a bit. I wanted to give more of a a micro breakdown of making your money work for you. Yes, I've I've spoke about, you know, that the fact that money is not everything, but that doesn't mean you become careless with it, or that doesn't mean that you're not constantly evaluating ways to make it work for you and make more of it. So I figured this episode would be a great one to kind of give a breakdown of different angles you can take in order to increase your net worth, if you will, how much money you're making or making money on the sides or how to have the money you're currently working for now work for you while you might be at your nine to five or, you know, developing or making money for that business that you want to start. Number one, pay down your debt. First and foremost, by not paying it down, you're paying interest on that debt. The interest on your your credit card can be somewhere around 15 to 20%. In other words, you're taking money away from investments, a, a business you might want to start, the stock market, flipping things, and the chances you invest in something that gives you a return as high as the interest on that credit card is slim to none. And some people try to juggle paying off their debt and investing at the same time, and I highly advise against that. You're losing more than you think, and here's why. If you have a credit card and you're paying, let's say, $200 a month on it and you have $5,000 on that credit card and you're taking an additional $200 and you're throwing it into somewhere like the stock market, that means you're allowing that credit card to build more interest and you're only paying down maybe it's it's the minimum. So you're doing more harm than good. While it might look like, yeah, but I'm investing over here and that's going to make me some money for the long term, you would be correct. Except for the fact that every dollar or every day, excuse me, that you're not paying down that credit card or the whatever loan you might have outstanding or debt you might have outstanding, you're paying interest. So that means in the grand scheme of things, you're not paying off the principal, you're paying off the interest. So in the long term, compounded, you're paying more money and losing more money, not making more money by investing it. So the first thing you need to do is pay down your damn debt. It's that simple. Before you go out and you invest in anything, pay down your debt. 
Number two, start flipping shit. It's funny, I know some people that question flipping and how it's too much work, but in the same damn breath say they don't have enough money. This literally has to be one of the easiest ways to make some extra cash. And on previous episodes, I've spoke, I've, I've dug a little deeper into this, but I've been flipping since 2008 on platforms like Craigslist and eBay, and more recently within the past like year, let go. Start hunting online for what's hot, what's in, what, what are people looking for. Right now, 90s, 80s and 90s games are extremely hot, even action figures. Start hunting online for those things that are hot, currently trending right now. Look around your own damn house or apartment. I bet you have a ton of shit you don't use or need. I bet you have a ton of shit sitting in your basement or at your parents' house or somewhere that you don't use anymore. And I guarantee if you look at the price of that that item, sure, it might not be what you got for it originally, or maybe it's something you inherited. Whatever the case might be, look at it, understand what's the value of said item, and list it online. Because platforms like Craigslist and LetGo cost you $0. Yes, LetGo has a, a feature that can um, feature that product for like a dollar or so, but you don't need to go that far. It's very simple. Look around your house. Look around your apartment. What do you have? Do you need 20 pairs of shoes? I guarantee you don't. Do you need all that shit that's sitting in your basement or your attic? I guarantee you don't. Evaluate what you need and what you wanted and understand the value of said items and list them online. And guess what? The income you get from those, the return you get from those can go back towards paying down your debt. Or if you have no debt, they can go into other investments. It might be bootstrapping that company you've wanted to start. Maybe it's a stock market. The possibilities are endless. But by selling those items, you can roll those dollars into something else. Number three, save. This one seems so obvious, but it's not as common as you might think. If, If you can build your cash reserve, you can jump on things like like real estate and the stock market when the economy takes a hit, which isn't a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. That means you can potentially grab shit for pennies on the dollar. Yes, this also means you need to stop spending money on stupid shit. Start really taking a closer look into what is a want and what is a need. Those are two very different things. Cut down your overhead. Sell things you do not need. Bankrate did a survey and they asked users what percentage of their annual income they saved. And these numbers are are mind-blowing to me. 21% said none. 20% said 5% or less. And 28% said between 6 and 10%. And you know the biggest reason for why those users weren't saving money? 38%, 38%, 38% said it was due to their overhead being too, too high. So for all of you, maybe sitting there listening, driving into work, doing whatever yard work and saying, well, geez, I don't have enough money to make my money work for me. Maybe what you want to do is pull back the books and understand why do you not have enough income? 
it's probably because you now live in an environment in which your overset overhead excuse me is so fucking high that in order to sustain that way of living you have to spend much more than you should be spending so maybe even before you do any of this it's pulling back the books and understanding what your overhead is, evaluating that overhead and saying, geez, do I really need this shit? Do I really need this fancy ass apartment, this fancy car, these shoes and cut everything you can because that cash that you're going to be saving, that's going to mysteriously pop out of nowhere. Guess where that cash can go? It can go into other investments and make more money as opposed to stretching yourself so thin and being so stressed out all the time about your financial position. It's very simple. Number four, work on your strengths. If you're good at something like, let's say photography, start taking more pictures and selling your shit online. Better yet, if you want to do that full time in the long haul, start working for someone for next to nothing or Even better, for free to get your foot in the door. Write a list. What I'm good at and things I suck at. Start doing more of the shit you're good at and see where it goes. You don't know until you try. I've I've said this so many times and I'll continue to drop this in episodes, but you are going to blink and you're going to be 70 years old and say, shit, why did I not do that thing I was good at? Shit, why did I not play off my strengths? Everybody has their weaknesses. Everybody has their their strengths. But what you need to do is evaluate what you're good at and do more of that because it comes easy to you. It comes natural to you. And guess what? If you're good at it, chances are you also enjoy it. So not only will you be able to do something that you enjoy, but you're going to do something that you're really fucking good at and you're going to get better at it and you're going to get ahead by doing that. Number five, for those that can swing it, lend your money. There are platforms like Lending Club and I believe it's called Prosper that specifically do that. You take a figure, it's usually like $25 is the minimum investment and explore different loans. Those, uh, these loans are individuals trying to, to consolidate their debt. Um, they might be trying to purchase a car or buying a house, whatever the case is, they just need a loan and you invest in that loan and you gain a return from that investment on that loan. And these These platforms are great tools if you want to take a a safer route as opposed to the stock market. And the users, so the borrowers on these sites, usually have a credit score around 700. There are hundreds of different ways in the 21st century to make your money work for you. But again, the first thing everyone needs to be doing is paying down that fucking debt. If you can get that done, if you can get that out of the way, then you can look at these other options. It's really interesting, but we have this thing called Google. If you type in Google, you can find about a billion different ways to have your money work for you. And these are just five different ways that I've that I've kind of hopefully started some snowball thinking here for everybody to take a harder look as to what they're spending money on. Do they really need it? Evaluating what you're spending month to month. I've always looked at your your personal life should always be looked at 
as a business. You need to understand your cash flow. You need to understand your overhead. A business cannot operate if it's constantly losing money. Yes, there might be those startups that are trying to gain market share. So they're willing to spend a lot of money in order to get bigger or they're growing. So yes, they're going to spend money before they're profitable. But you've been on this goddamn planet for how long and you're still stretching yourself thin and wondering why you're stretching yourself thin. There are a million different ways to make that money work for you. It's all about taking a step back, pausing for a moment and saying, where is the money going and reallocating that money from stupid purchases, things you don't need to impress people that you don't really care for or people that you do care for and you shouldn't care what their opinion is and really start to put that money into places where you are going to make more money off of it. There are a billion different ways in which you can make your money work for you. Pause for a moment, pull back the books and understand where and what are you spending your money on Do you really need it? And is it going to make you more money or drive you closer to happiness? These are all the questions you should be asking yourself in moving forward. Thanks so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Mm